This is Against All Enemies, a show about threats to American democracy. Political violence is on the rise. An alarming percentage of Americans believe they may have to take up arms against their neighbors. Some are already doing so. Every weekday, Against All Enemies highlights the activities of extremist organizations and their enablers. Our goal is to educate, not to alarm. The threats are real. But if we know what we're up against, together we can beat them. As I am recording this, Florida is reeling from the aftermath of Hurricane Adelia. It's in these moments when we most need to come together as Americans. I helped build and lead a major disaster relief organization, and it was in the wake of these kinds of catastrophes that I had the privilege of seeing Americans at their best. I am so grateful that we have a president now who is able to meet the moment, to set partisanship aside and do what needs to be done to help Americans in need. Even as the storm was bearing down, President Biden reached out to Governor DeSantis to see what Florida needed, promising to do whatever the federal government could to help. Here's that clip. ...response, folks. And uh, early Monday morning, long before the storm made landfall, I spoke with Governor DeSantis and approved an early request for emergency declaration to enable him to have the full support ahead of time to protect the people's lives in the state of Florida. I, we surged personnel to Florida to help the state move people quickly to safety and out of a danger zone, and to help the governor and his team to the greatest degree possible in advance, in advance of the hurricane's arrival. And I directed the FEMA to redeploy resources, including up to 1,500 personnel and 900 Coast Guard personnel throughout the southeast. I directed Administrator Criswell to stay in close touch with the governor. She was with me when I was speaking to him as well. And uh, I guess he's maybe tired of hearing both of us, but uh, he seemed like he welcomed it. As a matter of fact, I've asked that uh, she get on the plane and leave for Florida this afternoon. She'll meet with Governor DeSantis tomorrow and uh, began helping conducting the federal assessment at, uh, at my direction. Federal teams on the ground are going to continue to work with the first responders in Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, to get people to safety. You've all been reporting this, you've seen it on television, there are a number of rescues already taken place as I walked out of my office a moment ago to begin to recover from the impacts of the storm. I let each governor I spoke with know if there's anything Anything the states need right now, I'm ready to mobilize that support of what they need. And yet, conservative media outlets and right-wing agitators cannot help but use this moment when Americans are suffering to play politics. The Republican National Committee put out this tweet as the storm was battering Florida. I don't think anybody can deny the impact of the climate crisis anymore. Just look around. I am honestly trying to understand what they're trying to achieve here. Obviously, it's a cheap shot at President Biden or an attempted cheap shot during a moment of crisis. But the very idea that they think this is effective, mocking the president for making the obvious and scientifically incontrovertible observation that climate change is having devastating effects on weather patterns, it's so out of touch. Makes you wonder if maybe the DNC has a mole inside the Republican Party putting out these tweets just to make them look bad. When it comes to being out of touch, no one beats Jesse Waters at Fox News. Here's a screenshot of a segment challenging the climate narrative 
while a hurricane tracker runs in the sidebar. It's beyond parody. But it's not funny when Americans are suffering. I've seen what hurricanes can do. They don't care if you live in a red state or a blue state. The water just keeps rising. This is what a moderate, not even a severe, storm surge looks like. And yet, even as Americans are suffering, the Republican Party and its enablers are making things worse. Here's Peter Ducey from Fox News again, using his privileged position as a White House correspondent to spread misinformation. And it seems like the hurricane response so far is robust. Did you guys realize that the initial Hawaii wildfire response was not that good? Or is it just easier for people to get help from the White House when the president is not on vacation? So the premise of your question and the way you pose your question, I disagree, just for the record. Uh, so if you talk to, if you were to do your reporting and speak to the governor of Hawaii, the senators uh, of Hawaii, the folks on the ground, they would say that the president reacted in record time when it came to dealing with the wildfires, uh, when it came to dealing and making sure that they got everything that they need on the federal level to deal with what was going on on the ground. Let's not forget there were more than 600 uh, uh, federal employees on the ground already to assist uh, with the wildfires in Maui. So your question is, is wrong, it's flawed in many, many ways. And I would, I, would, uh, I would advise you to go speak to the governor and the local and state officials in, in, uh, in Hawaii. Thanks for listening, everyone. I've got a quick break here, but I need a favor first. Shows like this, depend on your support. Please, if you can spare five seconds, click the link to the podcast version of the show below and leave us a five-star review. It really does help. Thanks. The good news is that we've got a president now who, in moments of crisis, ignores these displays of pettiness and partisanship and gets to work helping Americans in need. That's what the country deserves. But we can't take it for granted. President Biden's most likely opponent in the 2024 election is Donald Trump, who, when he was president, literally told his staff to withhold federal disaster aid from states with Democratic governors. And we can't leave out Ron DeSantis, who at this very moment is benefiting from federal support for his state, but voted against that same support being offered in the aftermath of Hurricane Sandy. In spite of all this hypocrisy coming from the right, I still maintain that everyday Americans rise to the challenge in moments of crisis. Yes, leadership matters, and I am so grateful that Joe Biden is our president. But even in its absence, Americans find ways to help each other. I'm going to end by sharing a video that I hope makes that case. If you are wondering how you can help after the recent wildfires and storms, please consider a donation to Team Rubicon. It's a disaster relief organization led by veterans who've refocused skills learned in the military to help fellow Americans in the wake of disasters. This is their story. It's becoming more dangerous to live on this planet. The Caribbean island nation of Haiti has been rocked by its biggest earthquake. Hurricane Sandy is more than 200 miles off the coast. I have no idea whether the big threat, you know, next year's floods and earthquakes or pandemics and locusts. It was a storm that swallowed a city. A category four storm slamming into the Gulf Coast of Texas. We had 
honestly no idea what we were in for. I have a special skill set that the uh, United States government paid a lot of money to uh, train me with. We walked away with the belief that we could build something special. An organization that uses veterans to respond to disasters. I remember just thinking, holy catfish, what am I getting myself into? People are volunteering. People are like, look, we want to help too. How do we become a part of this? You know, what was really interesting in those first days, like you couldn't tell anybody no. We were told time and again that our idea couldn't be sustained. And like most good entrepreneurs, we ignored them. We were responding to superstorm after superstorm after superstorm. People trapped in their flooded out homes. They are fleeing to their attics, taking to social media, begging for a rescue. The passion alone would not have carried this organization to where it is today. And you know, these are the people that are going to help. TR is definitely the disaster response organization of the future. Today, Team Rubicon is announcing a new initiative designed to get all 110,000 of our gray shirts into this fight against COVID-19. The mission is nowhere near complete.